This is the Flames Up Close podcast with Ryan Leslie in partnership with Metro News. Welcome to the Flames Up Close podcast uh, brought to you by our good friends at Metro News. Uh, Very pleased to get a chance to catch up today with Brian Elliott. How are you doing? Thanks for doing this. Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. Uh, I don't even know where we should start because this has been just, it has to have been the wildest roller coaster for you this whole season. You come into a new city, a new town, and uh, a new team where, I don't know, you've got some familiarity, but everything's all new. That part, everybody goes through that, but the, the ebbs and flows of a season. Do you remember a year quite like this in your career? Um, I don't know. Every year's different. Every year has its own, uh, you know, ups and downs and things you have to get through. But, uh, you know, this year didn't start off uh, as we liked, liked it to, and personally as well. Um, you know, things just didn't, you know, go your way. But, um, you know, it's it's all those little things you got to get used to. It's, you know, living in a new spot. Uh, we had a kid uh, right before the season started, and that's, uh, that's a whole ball of wax that, you know, throws throws into the mix. And, um, you know, you never want to blame a newborn child on anything. But, uh, you know, but, it's... But it it's, changes everything. Yeah, yeah. It changes everything. It's not easy. And, um, you know, sometimes you'd come home and you'd be stressed out from the rink. But, you know, just a, another amount of stress, different kind of stress is waiting for you at home. So... Um, you know, it was hard to balance that right away. And, um, you know, we, uh, we had some family in that helped out and, you know, kind of just make it through. What kind of a dad are you? I should ask you that now that you've, you've settled in in this new role, what kind of a dad are you? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know how it was going to be. I never like held any of my friend's kids, you know, I wasn't like the baby guy, but, uh, you know, as soon as it's your kid, it just makes a whole, whole difference. And, um, you know, now that he's like five and a half, almost six months here, he's, you know, he's kind of turning, uh, you know, a corner where you really start to relate and, you know, he's reaching out for you and, um, just the little, little things that you don't get when they're, you know, when they're a couple months old and, uh, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's really cool. You get any sleep when you're home? Yeah. 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 Luckily he's been a good sleeper. We put him down at around seven, seven thirty, and he's sleep, sleeps till seven, seven thirty. So um, you know, you kind of have your life and you get to have dinner and, uh, you know, watch a movie and still, uh, still have a little resemblance of your old, uh, old life. Right. And, and how, I mean, it, it's tricky now, right? Because you're always a hockey player. Now you're a hockey player, dad, or a dad hockey player. You know, you travel as much as you do and you've got to say goodbye. That tugs at you, doesn't it? I mean, it's harder than people think going, traveling as much when you've got a newborn and, and your wife at home and you've got to, all right, see you later. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I think... You know, you definitely miss those little moments uh, when you're on the road, but uh, sometimes it's nice to get some sleep too. But uh, you also feel for uh, for, for your wife because she's just you know sitting back there and can't really go anywhere. Doesn't really have too many people to depend on and babysitters and things like that. So you know they're uh, they take care of all that stuff and you know it's not an easy job and you definitely have to appreciate them for it. And, and just while we're on the topic of uh, kids and dad, your dad. Bit of a bit of a well-known guy, and in, in maybe more so in my industry, in the television side of things, he was with CBC, if I'm not mistaken, part of the Red Green Show. Yeah, yeah, he started out in Global. Um, right. He was there for 25 years in Toronto, and um, you know, did every every game show you can probably think of. Really, the Canadian game show. He did uh, um, the Argos games. Um, was involved in some of the Blue Jays stuff. Um, yeah, and then. After 25 years there, uh, he went freelance and, and landed his gig with the Red Green Show, and 
I uh, did that for about 10 years and you know that took up a lot of time but you know it was a, a work of love and you know he'd bring back all the scripts and you know he'd be blocking them and, and you'd see all the things that go into it and all the little things uh, all the duct tape uh, scenes and you know he's still proud that every everything that they made on that show actually worked so um, you know that's that was one of his big things but uh, yeah I, I got to see a lot behind the scenes for uh, you know TV radio all those things what, what game shows? Now you got me curious. I'm trying to think what game shows, Canadian game shows yeah. you might have been a part of. Do you uh, remember any? Yeah, I did uh, Bumper Stumpers oh, for a while. Yes. And then, <laughs> exactly. Um, he did, uh, the big thing I was growing up was video and arcade top 10, where they play uh, Nintendo games during the game. And um, we'd always, they'd run out of kids to be on the show. So he'd bring me and my friends from school after school, and we'd go down to Toronto and play some video games, try to win some prizes, and you'd be on it, you know, every second week sometimes, but... You're a regular. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never won a game either, you but... Didn't? Oh, no. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, you know, it's cool to see behind the scenes sometimes. Was that ever anything... Obviously, you were playing hockey, I get that. Was that... Did that ever become something you would consider? Maybe when your playing days were done, did, on the TV side of things, or the analyst, or... Or was that ever an option for you? Um, no, it was more so my brother. He was interested in it. He got, uh, they had a thing, I don't know if it was YTV Kids or something. They had kids that were broadcasting some of the news. And um, my brother got a couple callbacks for it. And it was really exciting and uh, never ended up getting in. But he kind of wanted to go into the family business when he was younger. And my dad kind of pushed him away from it. because, Smart. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a dying breed for because, you know, everything's switching to... Uh, you know, you don't really have to pay anybody. It's just uh, straight reality TV and no no real scripts and no shows anymore. So, um, you know, it's it's a little different, and I, I think it was probably a good idea to swerve away from that. That's fascinating. That's great bumper stumpers. Yeah. I, that's amazing. <laughs> just amazing. Um, okay, well, just on that topic, as, as in terms of, we'll, we'll get into some hockey in a minute, but when it's all over, would you... Would you consider being an analyst, or maybe in that in the sports broadcast side of things? I don't know. Um, you know, you see, you definitely see a lot of goalies in the business. Yeah. Um, it, that unique perspective, you see everything from a little bit of different angle. And you're all just a little quirky. Yeah, you think, know that. Right? Yeah, you need you're that. Aware of that. I mean, yeah. you are too. So sure. yeah. you need that a little <laughs> bit. Um, but uh, you know, you, you see some good guys uh, at it, and I, it takes a lot of practice. I definitely uh, appreciate what everybody does on TV, on radio, because it's not easy. And um, you know, it, it's it's something I've thought about. Um, you know, maybe give it a try and see what happens. But um, you know, there's there's a lot of things out there, so you gotta you know see what works for you. We'll take a break. Of course, this is the Flames uh, podcast, uh, up close podcast, brought to you by Metro News. Metro, the official media partner of Flames Up Close. You can find the Metro newspaper all over the city every weekday. And you can also check metronews.ca for the most complete local news in Calgary, as well as some fantastic national, international lifestyle and sports coverage. Metro is your essential daily briefing. Okay, let's get back to the conversation. As we, you know, start talking about this year in terms of on the ice, um, you mentioned the fire, uh, the fatherhood off the ice, on the ice too. I mean, you mentioned didn't really necessarily start the way you wanted, but boy, oh boy, Brian. I mean, the last little while, the last stretch for you has been well, record breaking or tying. Anyhow, you tied the record for the franchise. I know you'll downplay that, but you you have to be pleased with the way you personally have been able to turn this season around for yourself. Yeah, um, 
it, it was you know you kind of look at your record and look how things go and you're feeling good out on the ice and in practice and then you know not getting bounces or you know maybe uh, not playing as aggressively as you want and just trying to see how you play with your d-men and it, it's a it's a delicate balance and you have to get used to it a little bit and now that I've kind of uh, I've worked with Siggy, uh, our goalie coach, Jordan Sigalette, and you know he's helped me a lot. Just kind of break through and, and really determine what, when I'm playing well, what is what's the key factors, and we look at that, and you just try to focus on those things. What and was that, if you don't mind me interrupting? What, was there something? Was it physical? Was it mental? Was it when all of these things for you? Where did it click and turn around in maybe your dealings with with Jordan? Yeah, it's just um, I, I think trying to just be a little more aggressive and let the guys around you take care of all the uh, you know extracurriculars it's uh, sometimes when you're not sure what guys are doing you haven't played with them that long uh, you tend to you know stay back in your net a little bit to you know take care of a backdoor pass instead of focusing on a shot just and and now I think everybody's kind of figured out where everybody needs to be and and you can focus on that shot they take care of the rebounds and and you know you can go off into the other zone and um little things like that i think uh, jimmy corsi last year in st louis he is a lot of you know just be a hockey player first and and then be a goalie and i think that uh probably doesn't resonate with many people outside of the game but if you've ever played the game i think you know, you, you have to read the plays and you have to just be a hockey player first and then uh, worry about stopping the puck. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot about not being a victim. You know, go out there and, and, and you know, uh, be aggressive and want that shot. How tough is that? I think that's fascinating that you said that. I've heard another goalie uh, say that to me in the past. Don't be a victim. How tough is that to not be a victim? Sounds maybe silly to the outside, but, boy, I, there's a lot of things that you could that could pile up and add up and continue to grow within yeah I think for me that phrase just means you know it's maybe an extra half a skate length coming out on a guy and and challenging instead of you know staying back and you're going oh I'm getting another grade a chance against instead of you know great another grade a chance let's make this safe you want it yeah Yeah. and it's it's a small little mindset difference but it makes it's, it's huge and you know that little extra step out, that little more confidence, a uh, little swagger. I think some of the pucks that you know may tip and off the post and in, it goes off your arm and out. And um, you know that's how little this game is. It's a game of you know inches, centimeters, and um, you know you just try to stay on the right side of that. Uh, when it wasn't going well, were you a bear? Were you calm? Were you like, no, this this will turn? Because the ebbs and flows happen to everybody. But goalies, it's always magnified. I get that. Were you were you were you miserable at any point, or were you like, no, no, I just don't be a victim, got to play through it. Yeah, it's uh, that's delicate too. I mean, I think uh, you go through the whole range of emotions. It's probably the whole grieving process. You know, you have to uh, you have to process everything, and the quicker you can do that, um, the better. And um, you know, I've had a lot of you know great help through my career. A lot of guys that you know help guide you and mentor you. And it is just uh, you know trying to. Uh, you just battle through it. You don't really uh, get too down on yourself, um, and you can't get too high. It's just uh, uh, stick with your game. It's it's not a uh, a big recipe. It's it's pretty simple, and um, you know you have to you know stick with the things that got you where you are. What do you think of this team in front of you? And now that you've been here, you've seen it all. You've gone through the 
the one season of battles together. What do you think you guys are capable of? And and I ask that because of the, the different versions we've seen. And now you guys really do seem like you know who you are. Uh, the belief system, the, the, the confidence, not to sound cliche, but those things seem to be intact. So what, what do you think of this team and of its overall makeup and the characters that, that are on it? Yeah, yeah, we've... Uh uh, we've changed a lot since the beginning of the year. Um, you see a different style of hockey, um, really responsible, guys helping each other, guys changing um, to help for their teammates instead of just trying to dive and get off the bench when you know they don't want to be on for a goal against or something. And I think that mindset, uh, helping each other out, that's, that's huge out there. And uh, I think it all starts with the, that backland line. Um, you know, really? they... They led by example. They've, you know, always coming back, always in the right spots. And I think every line uh, over a period of time kind of just switched and saw, you know, that's working for them. And, you know, maybe it can work for us. And guys started to really believe in it. And uh, on our back end, I think, you know, it was the same thing. When when uh, the more guys are battling back for that, uh, those back checks, it just helps your D stay up. And they can break up plays and you're going the other way more often than not. And it's um, you know that's that's what I really see is that that change of everybody wanting to help each other out and and not really we're not pointing fingers anymore. Um, it's more you know uh, it's more accepting blame and say sorry boys that was me I'll get that back for you instead of you know that was your guy and those are the little things that really change a team around. You mentioned that line, but is there an individual who uh, impresses you or surprises you maybe more than you thought? Geez, watching that guy uh, is really interesting. Or is there somebody that really leaps out for you? Um, yeah, it's uh, you always see everything from the other side when you're coming yeah. in and uh, being on on this team. You know, at, at first, um, I, I felt it was more individual hockey, and I think now it's more of a team, and everybody's kind of gelling. And um, but like you said, I, I was surprised actually at Backland. I, I never thought he was that a complete player, and you can see, uh, you know, his confidence just rub off on those other two guys. Um, but he was the one guy that really surprised me. Yeah. He's having a heck of a year, isn't yeah. he? I mean, and, and really a two-way guy who's faced a little bit of adversity himself on the ice. He's really turned things around. Yeah, yeah. It's and you know everybody loves him. Um, you know he's. He's the type of guy that uh, he's, you know what you're going to get every night. He's working hard. He's preparing. And that's what, as a teammate, that's, that's all you can ask for. How about for you now? Because not to go to, you've got a lot of hockey in front of you in terms of uh, this team. I'm going to finish off the regular season, ideally get into a postseason position and see how run how deep you can go in that run. But then, as we fast forward, you're the bell of the ball again. All of a sudden, you're a, a free agent with a lot of attention on you. I mean here you are again you've been here before I mean is this is this something uh, that that you think about I, I don't know if think about is the right way to do it but th that spotlight's going to be on you again yeah it's um, I mean I haven't really been in this situation that often I've already I've you know I've had contracts kind of um, you know halfway through the season or you know you've had a couple years where um, you know you're you're not working uh, without a contract the next year so um, it is a little different, um, but you kind of you have to put that out of your mind. Um, that's another thing you have to battle through in these types of years. That you know you have to know that you know you do your work, everything will take care of itself, and um, 
it's it's something that uh, that's part of the sports, part of professional sports. Yeah. But I mean, not not to put you on the spot too much, but but you're happy where you're obviously happy with the way you're playing. Are you happy in this situation? Is Calgary still very much a uh, a place you? envision yourself being staying that kind of thing i know i'm putting it on the spot no yeah it's um you know ever since i i came here in the summertime it's the my message has, has changed i mean you know it's uh it's a great city and um i think we do have a really good team um and we can do a lot of great things so i'd love to be part of it um you know it's just uh uh, with with a new team coming in and expansion drafts and I don't understand everything that's going on so I just kind of I'm like I'm just going to play hockey and then we'll take care of it later. Uh, this is completely random. When you were in Wisconsin, what what really stood out for you when you were in college? Just what was the greatest memory you had about playing college hockey in Wisconsin? Ooh. Canadian boy, yeah, playing for the Badgers and and just overall college experience. Uh, that's going to be tough to summarize in uh, I don't know how many minutes we got left, but um, uh, the greatest experience was uh, we won the national championship in my junior year, uh, and everything was basically at home. Our regional was in Green Bay. Um, we had triple overtime, 0-0 game against Cornell just to make it to the Frozen Four, uh, win that, and then we play uh, we play Maine, win that, and then we go against BC and. Uh, the next day was my birthday, my 21st birthday, and um, I was in Milwaukee and uh, win that, I win the national championship, bus ride home, uh, people are out on their lawns, there's fire trucks, uh, you know, bringing us back to Madison, and, um, you know, it, it was, you know, you're, you're the king of campus, and, you know, we felt like that all four years I was there, we had 15,000 fans a game, um, you feel like you're playing, you know, professional hockey, and, that uh, that college pride. I mean, there's not too many uh, places that you can, you know, see that. And the call at university uh, hockey in the states, it's just uh, it's just a different bird. And, and Wisconsin. I mean, I I can't say enough about it. Um, I still live there in the summertime. So yeah, you do, your wife's from there. Yeah, she's from yeah. middle of Wisconsin. So we met there, and um, you know, a lot of guys that I played with are that are still playing. We all go back and train together, and it's still like a, a brotherhood. Is it is that one of considered in, in your circles considered one of the best college hockey spots? If you, I mean, I get that there's other big ones, but is that one of the top schools to go to in terms of a for a player? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I think there's six national championships in the in the history, and um, you know, we, we do have one of the better, bigger rinks uh, around, and I think we average more fans than than any other team, and. Um, you know, you, you just go to a Big Ten school, and and you know you can go to that eighty-five thousand seat football, uh, you know, and then you see you know your basketball team going to the Final Fours, and um, just all the sports and and you know the college life in general. It's uh, it's just uh, it's so different than you hear all these guys that go play junior hockey. It's the, they don't have those experiences, and um, you know I think when you tell them about it or they ask about it, they're definitely missing it and. You know, it's it's kind of sad sometimes, but uh, I was happy I got to experience. Yeah, it. it's completely different than I don't know living and playing in Owen Sound or yeah Swift Current or something. It's a completely different experience. Exactly, exactly. And you're on your own. You're living. You you have to pay your own bills. Um, you know, you're you're get renting apartments on your own, and um, you know you just kind of learn those life skills that I think in junior hockey it's just uh, it's all taken care of for you and. 
Um, and then, you know, after four years, I, I got a degree in business marketing and, you know, that's in the back pocket and, you know, you can't take that away from me. Good for you. Yeah, well said. Um, just quickly, assuming you guys do get in and you know this team as well as anybody, how, how deep could you guys go? You don't know the matchups, I get all that, but you think you, you guys got what it takes for a, a nice potential run? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, obviously the first thing is is to get in, and you have to take care of business here these last uh, nine games or so, and um, it's that's uh, that's that's hard. And then when you get into the playoffs, I think uh, I can't see a lot of teams wanting to play us. I think the way we've been playing uh, as of late, I, I don't see anybody wanting that matchup against us, and I think that's a good mindset to have to to go in and we're not really afraid of anybody we just want to we're trying to get in and and whoever it may be that we're playing we're uh, we're going to pour it all in yeah and again not to sound cliche but you guys really do believe that they're you guys can play and beat anybody at this point you've done it to a degree yeah yeah i, I think uh i think we've proven that and i think to ourselves more and more than anybody and i think that goes longer than you know a longer way than anything else is to prove it to yourself and um this last stretch here, we play a lot of good teams, and um, you know every game will be a measuring stick. Every but every game will be you know playoff style hockey, so it's only going to get us uh, more ready. Great stuff! Thanks for doing this and uh, continued success along the way. It's been a lot of fun to watch. We appreciate the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, there he is Brian Elliott right here on the Flames Up Close podcast, brought to you by Metro News. <laughs>